It's been said that Christian music sucks. On The Antidote, we dispel that myth as we explore the artistry of Christian bands, listen to in-depth interviews and music from these faith-based groups. For unique and innovative music ranging from metalcore to indie folk, you'll hear it all on The Antidote with Dave Hawkins. Wednesdays at 9 on Trent Radio, 92.7 FM, Peterborough.
This is the antidote with both Dave and Abram Hawkins. Our opening track came from the 71s of Houston, Texas, who deliver their own brand of rock and roll with gusto. And rock and roll is the theme of the night on The Antidote. Current rock music really covers a huge range of styles, but tonight on The Antidote, we're going to focus on what I refer to as straight-up rock and roll, reminiscent of what was heard back in the 80s and 90s. The 71's lead vocalist, Keaton Kaufman, joined The Antidote a few weeks back to discuss their music, and we'll be airing that talk and their music a little later in the broadcast. But for now, let's hear from Shawn Michael and an awesome track, song titled Unbelievable.
with Lost Boy and now let's carry on our rock theme with Betrayed by Blood from Thieves and Liars.
music has dozens of subgenres, but very few bands stick with the tried and true style of straight up rock and roll. The Antidote is here with Keaton Kaufman of the 71s. Keaton, thanks for joining The Antidote. It's a pleasure to be here, Dave. Thanks for having me. Tell us about the roots of the 71s. How did the band connect? Well, it came out of a need in my life to write um, material that really wasn't suitable for um, the kind of worship that my local church was doing on a Sunday morning here in Texas. Typically, the music that they would play is is a little bit more uh, what's now a worship genre. You know, Chris Tomlin or Dave Crowder band. And I just felt the need to, to write something that talked about God, talked to God, talked about the things of God, um, paint some spiritual realities, but wasn't really geared toward that, you know, venue. The venues that we ended up playing in, that the 71s ended up playing in, which are mostly indie rock clubs in the south of the U.S., um, it just kind of came out of our sound. We ended up sounding a lot like Foo Fighters or Pearl Jam. The band started, you know, with that. And then, and yeah, and along the way, I just kind of met a group of guys that sort of believed in the music, starting with the guitar player. His name's Ryan Cecil. He, he's now a producer and he's made most of our records, produced them at his home studio and a studio in Dallas. And then we met these two brothers through playing worship music. And um, their names are Jacob and Tank. And they play bass and drums in the band. And so that kind of happened about four years ago. And then the band sort of took shape over the past, I guess, two years is when we really started getting, I would call it good. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's how it happened. So you weren't really into recording hymns with a pipe organ. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Well, it, you know, to be honest with you, that sound is actually not something I stray from. And especially the writing. I think the old hymns. You know, the writing's incredible. Um, it's more of the modern worship. I mean, when I mean modern, I mean like that of the last decade that I, I find it very, the word I want to use is one-dimensional. It's like a greeting card sometimes is how I feel about the music. And it wasn't my thing, and it drove me to do something else. I doubt anyone would consider this track worship music. From Rock and Roll Reaction Volume 2 by the 71s comes Angel Eyes.
I saw the music video you shot for Start Again, which was off your We Are a Locomotive album, and it's awesome. Can you fill us in on the details how that video came about? Oh, sure. It was honestly, you know, we didn't intend to make a video that night. I have a friend who is a pretty successful cameraman. He shoots a television show called Storage Wars. This was years ago, actually, though, so he wasn't on that show, but he was coming off this show, and he had a really, really nice camera, and he said, hey, I've got this camera package. Before I need to turn it in, you know, do you want to go make a video tonight? And I said, well, the band's all out of town, and it's just me, you know, and he said, well, you know, you want to go? And I said, yeah, you know, the only thing I can think to do, though, is, you know, it's 11 o'clock p.m., so the only thing open is Walmart. So we sneak this camera in in my vintage Telecaster. I don't know how we got it past the people. They just let us in. And, and sure enough, we hit play on the iPhone tape to the camera. And uh, I just started lip syncing and <laughs> putting on a show in Walmart. And he just filmed it. And as we walked through, people kind of jumped in. And, and then by the time we got to the end of the song, security kicked us out. And when we get home, you know, we just had this one take of the song and it was perfect so we just put it on youtube and and that was it pretty easy music video <laughs> yeah you know zero dollars it was nice you know cost a couple miles in gasoline but that's about it now listen to that song start again from the 71's first album we are locomotive Death to 
find that Christian artists are performing music where they're at the top. They're on the mountaintop. Everything's happy, joyful, and they're not singing songs from the valley where things are a struggle or there's strife in their life. You know, I can't speak for Christian music like as a whole, but I do know in my local community and on the radio station here in Houston, Texas, it is a very positive, uplifting thing. And I don't really understand that. I don't feel that emotion very much in my life. I feel a lot of melancholy and a lot of tension and a lot of struggle. And I really gravitated as a young person toward Bruce Springsteen. I just felt like, you know, he really was writing about stuff that, at least emotions that connected with me. So, yeah, I agree. I want to say this. I think Christians in, in large churches are kind of afraid of scaring people away with emotions that aren't, hey, you know, life's okay and everything's going to be great and God's in control. And, you know, all that's true. But man, you know, if you read the scriptures, like his people go through some serious stuff is the nice word for it. The 71s with confession from their current release, We Are the 71s.
the 71's music seems to step right out of the 80s, but you make it sound fresh. Is that legitimate to say that, that you've given the band a 80s rock vibe? Wow, I, I, I guess so. I never really thought about it like that. I think that just comes from how much I love. Probably all my favorite records come from the 80s, like whether it's Tom Petty's records in the 80s or Fleetwood Mac or U2 or Springsteen. I listen to a lot of 80s music, so I don't really intend for that to happen. You know, most of the music that I discovered as my first music you know, I'm a little over 30, so, you know, the 90s were big for me. You know, Nirvana and Pearl Jam, Green Day, all those 90s bands is what I grew up on. So I always figured that we sounded more like those bands. But now that you mention it, I, I mean, I get that a lot. So I, I think that's a good thing. I think there's a lot of good music in the 80s. So I'll take that. Well, maybe that's just because you're speaking with an old person. <laughs> You know, it's like Keith Richards says, the older you get, the older you want to get. So there you go. Yeah, I uh, I think I played a lot of music in my 20s thinking I was great and in my 30s figuring out how I might be able to become better. Like that's what shifted for me. So who knows what my 40s, maybe my 40s, I'll actually be good. As you mentioned before about Springsteen, you become older, but you're still producing music that's viable, that's current, and still has that edge. Golly, that guy is, he's pretty incredible. You know, in, in his quote about the E Street Band, as he says, you know, there will be no final tour. The E Street Band goes until it stops. And I always thought that was awesome. Like, just run the train out of fuel, you know, walk away. I love that. You know, I think that's great. Do you hope that's going to be the same thing for the 71s? Well, you know, I don't know. I try not to make plans. I know that sounds kind of strange, but, uh, you know, there's no way of like, okay, I'm going to make the team or, you know, if I can just get this done, then someone will sign me and put a million dollars behind my music. Or at least if that happens, it's so far down your career you know, I just try to work as hard as I can to stay authentic and write great songs and let the Lord sort of take those songs out wherever he wants to. And if that's with the 71s, then I'm completely content to do that. But, you know, I try to base everything I do around the songs themselves instead of base the songs around the act. But I hope to be doing it till the day I die. Taken is our next track from the 71s.
Is the 71's a party band? Are you guys out to have some fun? You know, I think everyone in the band is so different. It's a lot like a family. The brothers are definitely crazy. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, they're loud and love having a beer. And Ryan and I are a little more lame, I guess is the best word. And, you know, and when it comes to me, like, I play the music, but I, my greatest joy in life is songs. And so I'm probably a lot quieter than the other guys would like. Even though I may be loud and I jump around on stage all the time, you know, when the show's over, it's back to me in my journal and sitting down and thinking and reading good books or watching movies and, and just sort of letting new songs kind of incubate within me. So I'm sort of, in a way, kind of like an anti-rock star frontman of a rock band. And it, it pulls us apart. There's shows that Jacob would be like, man, you know, we should have been way crazier. And and then there's shows I'm like, hey, why don't, why don't you guys let me play my acoustic guitar on this song and <laughs> not be so loud? And they're like, no, we're rock band. We don't do that. You know, so yeah, it's there's a lot of uh, polarity for sure in the band. Your latest album, We Are The 71s, came out this past August. You seem to offer up a rawer sound on the new album in comparison to your first full-length so who is the real 71s? Well, you know, definitely the, the latter. The first record, we teamed up with a producer who did add a bit of a shine to it. We Are the 71s is titled that because it's very much an autobiographical kind of thing. Like, this is who we are. This is what we sound like. We sort of felt like we've kind of finally arrived at the thing that was dancing around in our heads. And it's self-produced and self-mixed and, you know... You know, we, we did the artwork. I mean, we did everything. It is through and through a product of the guys in our band. So although I love some of those songs on We Are Locomotive, um, yeah, we definitely gravitate toward the more recent thing. I mean, of course, we just made it, but it was a perpetual growth toward that sound.
a Christian artist can be a tough sell to the general public. Non-Christians may think that the only purpose of the band is to try and convert them. How do the 71s react to this? Well, you know, it differs in the band quite a bit. I'm kind of the mouthpiece of the band. And so I try not to speak for like, well, this is what the 71s believe. You know, it just puts the guys in a weird situation. Some of them just want to get up there and just want to play the bass. You know, why do we got to make it about, you know, religion and everything? You know, whereas me, you know, I love getting off stage and having conversations. There's a lot of liberal press in Houston that really likes our music. And so when they first started talking to us and getting to know us, they would just say, well, you know, tell us about life as a Christian man. And really, my, my response is always just like, well, what's a Christian man? Most people's reaction is, you know, they kind of go, uh, well, I guess I don't know. They play at churches. I go, well, well, then we're not a Christian man because we don't play at churches. So they go, well, it's, it's a band who believes in God and preaches his word. I'm like, well, I don't do that. The term, just like you said, Christian band, I mean, it, you know, is that DC talk or is that like Petra or <laughs> is that like Pedro the Lion? You know, I mean, there's a lot of differentiating in between belief systems. And so... You know, I go to a club and play a rock show, and I go get my oil changed, and I do my taxes, and go buy groceries, and I'm a Christian at all those places, and, you know, it's really no different. I just try to be a real person, and truth comes out, and that's, I'm sure, the way God wants it to be. Meaning it's just a natural thing. Yeah, I try to let it be. Where I would fall in those people is, you know, I'm both. I've met a lot of people who try to use music as a way of displaying God, or at least what they think God is, to other people. And that's sort of your typical Christian artist. We're going to sort of say these things and write songs a certain way, and that way people will clearly understand our message. You know, other people, like you mentioned too, yes, they are Christians, but they're more concerned with the art form of music. And it's not really a religious agenda. You know, and I, I guess for me, I think I'm entirely both. I'm not strategic about the way I try to persuade people to know God. I feel like God wants to know people because he made them and died for them and loves them and wants a relationship with them because he's a good dad. I don't have to accelerate that anymore. By me simply becoming as authentic as I possibly can, I feel like he will use that to everyone's benefit because that's what he does. Yes, I'm a Christian artist in that, you know, there's a lot of message in the music I write, but I don't put it there on purpose. You know, I'm happy that there is a God and that he can use such a humble talent to help someone understand that there's more for them than just a boring life. However, I don't really feel like I can tweak that process very well. I feel like as soon as I try to do that, I just screw everything up. It's weird. It's almost like I'm a Christian artist by, by way of not being one. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense. I'd rather be honest and displease someone than try and please someone and be, you know, fake. I, I don't, especially in this day and age, people have heard too many songs. They know what's what. They're not impressed by anything. Then again, I take that back. Then there's, who's that Korean dude with the weird video now on YouTube? <laughs> Gandam style? Yeah, maybe I'm doing it all wrong. You know, maybe I'm just, you know, what is what is that thing? I don't understand that. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it just depends if you want to start performing K-pop. <laughs> is that the term for Korean pop? Yeah, you refer to it as K-pop. Dude, I'll tell you this much. I ate K-pop for cereal growing up as a kid. That's what K-pop means to me. 
Gotta get enough my K-pop. <laughs> I have a 21-year-old that knows everything about K-pop. There's like a genre? Oh, that's huge. That's like a really big deal. I don't understand that, but that's great. Good for those guys. Check out All Tied Up from the 71's album, We Are the 71's.
You've been listening to The Antidote, where we focus on the music of artists who share a Christian worldview, and tonight that included the rock band The 71s. The Antidote airs each Wednesday at 9 on Trent Radio 92.7 FM, the home of producer-oriented programming. Recordings of this and all past episodes of The Antidote can be found on our new website, theantidoteradio.com. And now there's more ways for us to harass you, because we're now on Facebook and Twitter. Oh yeah, we're going to be there all over you, every day. Listeners to The Antidote uh, realize that we air a huge range of musical styles. Next Wednesday, we change the style up once again as we look at different facets of folk music. And our guest next week is another Texan band, those know-it-alls and their mighty causes. We'll be airing a conversation we had with eight members of this 11-piece band and talk about their upcoming album, All Creatures Here Below. Now, any song that puts an emphasis on the bass will always grab me. And that's why I love our closeout track for the night, Love Slave by the 71s. But first, let's finish up with our talk with the 71's frontman, Keaton Kaufman. What's the most fun thing that the 71's have ever done? Huh. Well, you know, we don't exactly live in the life of luxury. You know, we scrape by. But I remember there was this one night where we went to, you know, Corpus Christi, which is on the coast of Texas, Gulf of Mexico. It's not like the nicest beach in the world, but it's... It's really nice. And, and, and so we get there, we pull into town, and we did our sound check. And this club was, like, right next to the beach. And I had my longboard, and I just rode up and down the boardwalk. And then we just sat down and, you know, had a couple beers or whatever. And then we went and played the show. And I just thought, man, this is the greatest thing I've ever imagined doing as a kid. Like, I get to ride my skateboard, drink Blue Moon beer, and play rock and roll tonight. This is amazing. And, you know, although we played for more people... It's kind of moments like that where, you know, you live your life to, to become great at rock and roll. And then sometimes you're just doing rock and roll and it becomes great life. And that's what that day at Corpus was for me. And it changed every. I mean, it changed a lot. I just kind of realized, man, you know, I may never sell out blah, 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 arena or whatever, or club. Or I may never make it to Canada on my own songs, but I'll hate myself if I miss days like that. And so, uh, yeah, rock and roll and the 71s have kind of taught me that because I used to be a really goal-driven person and that's changed over the years. Playing with my friends, drinking beer, riding skateboards, about to go play a rock show. All right, I'll take this one. <laughs> the Antidote has been speaking with Keaton Kaufman of the 71s. Keaton, thanks for your time and best of success with the new album. Likewise, Dave. Thanks a lot. And you guys stay warm up there.